Hey, Queens, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast and looking for advertisers? Consider using our sponsor, podcorn.com. We primarily use Podcorn to find our advertisers. It's a great matchmaking service between advertisers and podcast creators. Podcorn is a marketplace that connects podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. Which is awesome. And it makes the job so much easier. The marketplace mission of Podcorn is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control of how and when we're able to monetize. Click on the link in the show notes, sign up to Podcorn and start browsing your sponsorship opportunities. So sign up to Podcorn today and who knows, maybe one day they will be sponsoring one of your episodes just like they've sponsored this one. Explore sponsorship opportunities and start monetizing your podcast by signing up at podcorn.com forward slash podcasters. That's podcorn.com forward slash podcasters. Check the link in the show notes. Hey, Queens. FDS is taking a little break this week because of the holidays. Happy holidays to you and your family. And in our absence, we're releasing one of our most popular Patreon episodes called 10 Tips for Dating a Prisoner. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the female dating strategy, where you can get weekly bonus content as well as merchandise. Uh, You can also talk to us on the Discord where we discuss all types of topics for future episodes, as well as having a book club where we're discussing FDS themed books as well as feminist themed books. Uh, You can also submit a roast to scrote if you've liked the roast to scrotes that you've heard so far this year, as well as a queen story or a Gnosis story. So Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash female dating strategy, and enjoy this episode called 10 Tips for Dating a Prisoner. This week, we will be discussing felons on Tinder. I mean, not actual Tinder, because obviously felons can't access that, but dating... Dating while in prison. (laughs) Or or dating men in prison. Question number one, why? Spoiler alert, you shouldn't. Yeah. (laughs) So I found out through the grapevine that dating websites specifically for people in prison actually exist. So I did a bit of digging and I found out it does indeed exist. So if you want your own felon, you can go and find them. Obviously don't, please don't do that. Don't date a felon. Um, I've also found this article on 10 tips to dating a prisoner. Um, which we're going to dissect because the advice in this is just absolutely wild. Um, and for the purposes of the article, they've used um, he being the prisoner because they're aware that men are generally in prison, more than women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, correct. <laughs> so I'll go for the article and then we'll just basically roast it. <laughs> so 10 tips to dating a prisoner. Uh, dating and prison are words that do not seem to go together. We agree on that one. Uh, so prison is not typically a place we think of when we imagine a date. And yet that many women find themselves dating men who are in prison. There are a lot of things to consider before you commit to dating. She says that like you just accidentally date a guy in prison. <laughs> yeah, right. This is what I'm saying. But if you're going on an online dating site for prisoners, that means you're specifically trying to date prisoners. Like, it's not an accident. It's not like they're outside and you can just meet them. So you have you do have to specifically seek out a prisoner. You have to go out of your way to date a prisoner. Is this like a fetish? Well, unless it's like a guy you were dating and then he got locked up afterwards, but 
then you wouldn't be out here trying to date again because you'd already have a guy you were dating who's in prison versus like you're trying to find specifically a man in prison who you don't know. Yeah, it's just... So it doesn't just happen. <sighs> Gosh. Ah, uh, so there are a lot of things to consider before you should commit to dating someone who is in prison. Yeah, like, don't fucking do it. That's what you should consider. But anyway. I'm just imagining an article, like, I've seen articles like, there's something you need to consider before dating a man with AIDS or dating a man with herpes or something like that. Like, don't. Like, just don't. Why? Why would you? (laughs) Uh, Anyways. Uh, So, before I share some tips on dating someone in prison, I'm going to spend a little time blogging about how to decide if this is the right decision for your life. Jesus wept. God. Okay, so... Okay, so finding your Prince Charming. <laughs> this is a joke. Uh, so no girl has ever imagined her Prince Charming as a man who is in prison. We imagine a man who is strong, honourable, kind, brave, courageous, loving and gentle who adores us. Unfortunately, sometimes that man is in prison. She just makes it sound like he just accidentally landed in prison. That's not how it works. He went to prison because he broke the law. This isn't like he just wandered down um into a different country and walked into prison like it can be a long process to go to prison like <laughs> what's she saying it like whoopsies in prison <laughs> oops <laughs> it's like saying oh sometimes you know we always imagine meeting our prince charming but sometimes he's in another country or sometimes he's you know i don't know living in a different city or something no he's in prison that's very very different than just being <laughs> like what the fuck i don't even know what to say that's so insane yeah, I, I get the impression this author has dated a jailbird. He's just lying. He probably told her. They all have some excuse why they're in prison. That's never their fault. That's the thing you have to understand about a lot of these mm. men where mm. they're always going to paint themselves as the victim. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, so she continues. So I know many men who have transformed their lives and are amazing men of honor who are still in prison. How? How do you know these men? <laughs> that's true. You know what I'm saying? Did she go seek them out? How does she know they're men of honor when they have literally all of their behavior controlled for them? That's true. Fair point. So they're living in a cell and they can't do anything else. Okay. I actually have a funny story. I have a funny story about dating while in prison. This is my aunt. Um, So my aunt uh, used to be really into drugs. And then she had her first husband. He went to jail. And then while she was visiting him jail, she met his cellmate. She ended up divorcing her first husband and marrying the second husband, who is now my uncle. What? Yeah. She has a thing for jailbirds, I guess. Anyways, and then they both um, converted to Christianity and became really, really religious and Pentecostal. So, yeah. But he, they didn't convert until after he got out of prison. So this whole idea that like jail is this transformative, wonderful place is like, I don't know. I don't, I don't buy that. And also, that's surely, even if that's true, that's the point of prison. They're meant to not be a shit person again. So they don't get brownie points for doing what they're meant to be doing, is, which is to not be a shit person. For <laughs> doing the bare minimum. And I also know how, um, and I also know um, uh, people who are in prison who have not transformed their lives, who prey on women so they have someone on the outside to provide money, material things, and a connection to the outside world. Uh, so how do you know uh, the man that your friend is trying to set you up with? Well, first of all, if my friend tried to set me up with a felon, she would not be my friend anymore. I'd be like, why do you hate me? 
Yeah, she don't like you. She's <laughs> She doesn't want you to win at life. That's a friend that's trying to sabotage your life and you should weed him out of your circle. Uh, uh, so she goes on to say, uh, keep in mind that loving a man who is in prison is full of heartache. Jesus. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So your friend is trying to set you up with someone who is currently in jail? Like a man setting your friend up with someone who maybe went to jail like 10 years ago over like, I don't know, postal fraud or something minor or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, you know, if he's turned his life around and he's a good person now, he's paid his debt to society, whatever. That's less bad. That's that's maybe more okay. Um, but if, if my friend tried to set me up with a guy who's currently in prison, I'd be like, why do you hate me? Legit. Yeah. What would be the point? See, the thing about this is it's like dumpster diving, but then all the good shit and the bad shit is chained to the bottom of the dumpster. So you can't take it out anyways. So it's like, why would you go to the dumpster? First of all, that's a very vivid image, bro. That's a very good analogy. I love your analogies. You know what I'm saying? And then jump inside of the dumpster and then you can't take any of the dumpster shit home with you. Even if you find something good. No, it's not even like thrifting where it's like, Oh, I found one and I could just take it home and have some use for it. It's like literally just diving to the dumpster, flailing around, looking at the shit that's all stuck on the bottom that nobody can get off. Yeah. And then being, like yeah i'm gonna make this my husband i'm just gonna live here in this dumpster now i'm gonna live here and marry it and love it and have kids with it so so she's married to an inmate so this bollocks now makes sense wait she's married to an inmate a guy who's currently in jail not even a guy who used to be in jail just at the time this article was written yeah she she well i'm not sure if he's out now i'm not sure when the article was written but yeah she's married to an inmate so yeah um uh, so some of the drawbacks are you cannot spend time together whenever you want to. You do not get to see how he interacts with his friends and family, nor how he acts with your friends. All good information you need to know about a man before you try to date him. And to be honest, if he's in prison, depending on the offence, you probably have a very good idea. Like if he went to prison for, I don't know, beating his girlfriend or, you know, shooting his parents. Murder. <laughs> you have a pretty good idea of how he feels about them. Yeah. <laughs> you have a good idea of how he feels about his friends if he went to prison for killing them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, prison visiting rooms and uh, phone calls and letters will be the way you communicate and date. And you will never, ever be alone until he comes home. Now, I do know some prisons do allow, like, conjugal visits. Some of them do. Conjugal visits? Yeah, where they can basically have sex with their partner in a private room. See, that's crazy that okay this is how you know we live in a patriarchal society where conjugal visits are a thing no if you go to jail you lose your right to have sex i mean i'm sure prisoners fuck each other which is like or sex with a woman that's why they're they're segregated by sex right exactly if you're a man and you go to jail you lose your right to have sex with a woman for the entire duration of your prison sentence that's just that's justice to me okay the fact that, like, men get to have conjugal visits is crazy to me. <laughs> like, especially since in some prisons, women can't even get pads or, you know, pregnant women, for example, mm, don't get the medical care sure. that they need, right? So the fact that, like, women in prison don't get anywhere near as many rights for things they actually fucking need, but men get to have conjugal visits, something they don't actually need, is fucking bullshit to me. That's true. That's true. Um... And so my most important advice here is if you know you do not want to spend the rest of your life with this man, do not date him. Do not waste your time in his. 
But if, however, you think this man could possibly be someone you can imagine spending the rest of your life with... Whoa, whoa. Do not wait, waste your time in his and his. He's in jail. <laughs> like... <laughs> right? What's like, he what else is he doing? What else is he doing? He doesn't have shit to do. Like, any, any attention that you give a convict is a gift to him, okay? Like, he's in jail. What is he... Like, <laughs> what's he gonna do? Stare at a wall all day? Could you imagine, like, going to visit a guy in prison getting the pat down, going through the metal detectors, having all of your belongings confiscated, and then sitting at a table with him, and he's got his hands in handcuffs, and then him being like, don't waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I can, I can, to be fair, I can believe that scrote audacity is such that they would say that. Yes. <laughs> clearly this woman is bought into that narrative fully. Yeah, like, clearly you don't want to waste his time, you know, the guy in jail who has nothing fucking better to do. And prisons aren't usually in convenient spot so this is after you've already made like a two three hour drive outside of town yeah exactly and then have him be like i don't want you wasting my time oh gosh his long days of like watching soap (laughs) operas and maury povich (laughs) and working out in the gym yard but thing is inmates can be like anywhere from open prison to maximum security where they're locked up for 24 hours a day yeah minimum security prisons in canada are a joke they're basically like a hotel like you can even like leave during the day sometimes you just gotta have to get like a pass all our prisons suck it's the american way it's the american way (laughs) well it's legalized slavery isn't it so that's how (laughs) well we have we have one prison that's supposed to be cushy for uh like politicians and stuff it's called club fed and it's a federal prison for white collar crimes what yeah for white collar crimes for rich rich people that commit crimes and people call it club fed because it's the only sort of nice prison that has like amenities and stuff but it's mostly for yeah like wall street types uh politicians that commit crimes the the super one percent that gets them caught up in a crime i just googled this and i'm like damn they've got a pool table they have like a video game room they have like a gym oh shit that actually looks i mean it's still prison but yeah (laughs) i think they even have a fitness center yeah they have a they have a gym they have a fitness center like an actual good fitness center like that looks like a planet fitness type quality gym right so club fed to me looks like your average swedish prison when you look at swedish prisons they have a lot of this kind of stuff this this is just sort of probably the prison standard of the rest of the world. <laughs> of the rest of all well, the rest of the like West, I don't, I don't know if you call them Western, but. So, and in Blue Writing at the bottom, she caveats a, a note. The women I know who have dated men in prison and it has worked out really well have all been Christians who have prayed and sought wisdom from the Lord before agreeing to make a relationship romantic with someone in prison. I personally believe this is the best tweet. <laughs> is Christianity a pipeline to prison? No, you know what? I honestly feel like this is an example of how religious women get fucked over because they're expected fucked, to, yeah. you know, to be forgive. forgive and like give endless chances and blah, 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 blah. Like religious women are so fucking easy to manipulate because of that. It is so... The Jesus to jailbird pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> or jailbird to Jesus. Like, even, even though... What do they call um, women that are obsessed with inmates? There's a, there's a name for them. Because I know there's names for women that are, are like jersey chasers if they chase athletes or badge bunnies if they chase cops. There's a name for women that chase inmates. I can't remember their name, though. Okay. There's a f- term called hybristophilia, which is... Uh, a sexual interest and attraction to those who commit crimes. It's a paraphilia, 
Um, yeah, it's, it's a, I remember at the beginning I said, is this a fetish? It is a fucking fetish. I mean, like, but Ted Bundy and, like, Richard Ramirez, is it Richard Ramirez? They had, like, fangirls. It was very bizarre. I think Ted Bundy even got married in prison, had a kid somehow yeah. in prison. What kind of insane woman would marry or date someone like that? That's just crazy to me. Well, she thought he was innocent. I mean, then he confessed on the day of his execution and she hung up on him and never spoke to him again. But let's just say the off chance he wasn't, <laughs> right? <laughs> Some women are very bad at, like, risk analysis. Yeah. Just say there's, like, a small chance he wasn't innocent. Do you want to take that risk considering what he did to his victim? Yeah. I just... It's wild to me. We we have to do a breakdown one day of women who do stuff like this because I know. Okay, this this fucking Wikipedia article has a breakdown of women who do this. Like, oh, okay, okay. So, causes of hybristophilia is a uh, low self esteem and lack of a father figure. <laughs> That's number one. Mm, makes sense. Checks out. Uh, number two is some believe that they can change a man as cruel and powerful as a serial killer. So just like the extreme pick me. I can change him syndrome. Yeah. Barbara Builder. I can change him. Yeah. Yeah. The extreme project lover type women. What else? Uh, uh, oh, others see the little boy that the killer once was and seek to nurture him, which is, I mean, yeah, a lot of manipulative shitty men will try to make them seem themselves seem like, you know, sad, pathetic little wounded boys or whatever, right? That need to be nurtured. Number four, a few hope to share in the media spotlight to get a book or movie deal. And then the last one is the idea that there's no such thing as a perfect boyfriend. She knows where he is at all the times and she knows he's thinking about her. While she can claim that someone loves her, she does not have to endure the day-to-day issues involved in most relationships. There's no laundry due, no cooking for him, no accountability to him. She can keep the fantasy charged up for a long time. Okay. That actually isn't, that's interesting to me. It's weird, but. So this is just like extreme low self-esteem. And like the fantasy aspect, because if he's in prison, you can project whatever fantasies you want onto him. You don't have to deal with the day-to-day hardships of actually having to live with a fucking scrote. So women with extreme commitment issues and extremely low self-esteem. And delusional women. (laughs) I wonder if there's any thrill seekers in there because I have to imagine there's some women that are just attracted to the idea of having sex with a dangerous man because there were women that were chasing O.J. Simpson after he got out. There's another point here that says, in the broadest sense, hybristophilia means attraction towards partners who display dark triad personality traits. So I don't get it. That's weird to me. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay, so on to boundaries. If you have decided to go and date somebody who is in prison, it is really important to set some boundaries and stick to them. Never mind the fact that if you date a guy in prison, that shows your lack of boundaries and standards. Yeah, that shows your lack of boundaries and standards. Yes, correct. I mean, she didn't say that. I just tacked that onto that because that sentence is just ridiculous. Oh, okay. I thought that was part of the article. Nope, it's ridiculous. Um, I remember that prison culture is completely different than our world out here. There will be some strange rules and also a strange curiosity you may experience that drives you to find out more about the world of prison. Establish your interest in the man and not just the culture of prison and nor the safety of dating someone who doesn't have much <laughs> access to other women. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's the, that, that also makes sense. It's like, well, he'll never be able to cheat on me if he's in prison. <laughs> But is that true, though? Because a lot of so-called... Sh- I mean, oh, I don't know how to phrase it. So a lot of straight inmates end up... I find this comment biphobic. I mean, how do you know he's not cheating with other men? <laughs> 
I find that assumption biphobic. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's just biphobic to assume he's not fucking the other men in prison. A lot of them do, though. They start relationships... I mean, even women in female prisons, they start relationships with, like, sexual relationships with each other because there's no one else, so... I don't know if I believe in prison gay. I think that's just an excuse. Like, they were already gay, but once they're in prison, they're like, woo, I can be gay. Yeah, I mean, unless you're... Maybe if you're in there for life... (laughs) Might as well convert. <laughs> I mean, a lot of a lot of men in prison just straight up like rape each other. So yeah, true. true. There's also that. So uh, relationships being like heavy air quotes. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, this is especially true for you if you have been hurt by an inmate who's found another woman. <laughs> Scrot audacity. Even from prison, you're still playing women. Okay, okay. So imagine you drive two, three hours down to a remote area in your state so that you can spend hours in line to get frisked and searched by prison guards, have all of your your items confiscated, uh, spend time in a busy hallway waiting to hear from your prisoner, then going up to him at his table. And he's sitting there in handcuffs and he's like, I cheated on you. I guess I'd be going in jail because I'd fucking pull out a pen and stab him in the eye. Just kidding. I want everyone to understand all of the motions you have to go through to get to that point. I need to drive home the effort it takes to be this fucking stupid. If that happened, just like key the cloud music. Yeah. Like this is you have to go out of your way to do this. Imagine putting that much effort to be cheated on. Pressing your hand. Or imagine you're not even talking to him face to face. Imagine you're talking to him through the glass. You're talking to him through the glass. First of all, there's people shrieking in the uh, cells behind you. You can hear people crying and shrieking and cursing each other out. I'm gonna kill you, motherfucker. You hear all this going around around you. And around you are prison guards and phone pressed up against your ear and your other hand pressed up against the glass and he's telling you I can't see you anymore because I'm in love with someone else (laughs) I went to a prison one time and one time only to pick up a friend I will never do that shit again it wasn't even prison actually I take it back I went to jail one time to pick up a friend from jail wait what's the difference between prison and jail uh, j- jail is like what they usually have at the county and that's just for like temporary holding and police station yeah yeah like the police station prison is when you actually get sentenced and then you have to go to like a permanent correctional facility i've been i've i've only picked up a friend from jail once and that shit was enough for me right so and that was like a semi-convenient drive because it was in the city and i could wait outside the courthouse where they have like kind of amenities but i cannot imagine doing this and doing any of this shit to regularly visit a man in prison damn yeah oh okay so fuck that shit so we've reached the now that we've gotten our breath (laughs) i just i just want to drive home the absurdity i want you to understand and visualize what this person is doing (laughs) (laughs) so uh so if you are still short here are some tips to dating someone who is in prison uh, write a lot of letters to get to know him. If he doesn't write back, do not continue the relationship. That's right, girl. Have standards. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, if he doesn't text you back. This is like the prison equivalent of like, if he doesn't text you back, don't double text him, says. The standards have lifted an inch. 
He got all day to write you, sis. So <laughs> if he wanted to, he would. <laughs> Imagine, okay. Imagine literally every day getting up and writing a letter in like gentle handwritten cursive and then folding it into an envelope and then licking it very gently and mailing it off to the county courthouse and doing this 10 times in a row and then never hearing back. Calling your girlfriend and being like, I didn't hear back from, uh, what's a prison name? Prison gym. Like, I haven't heard back from prison gym today. And then all your girlfriends are sitting around you. That's okay, girl. You could do better than him. If a man can't write you back, he's got to get next. It just... <laughs> I cannot fathom being having that low self-esteem and... And writing letters is so time-consuming as well because you write the letter and you don't hear back for weeks. So you're literally wasting your own time, even if he does respond, because we're talking weeks here between the time you write the letter, the time he gets it and responds. Like, two months could have passed. Fuck that noise. Also, keep in mind that most men are terrible at writing. Let's not, like, you know, prison gym is going to be writing, like, you know, with a quill pen, writing, you know, my dearest Emily. You've been on my mind every single day. I cannot wait till the moment I can embrace you in my arms again. No, he's probably going to be like, send me pictures of your boobs. Yeah. Send boob pics. Yeah. He's going to ask for news. Okay. So what that ass looking like? Sign prison gym. <laughs> prison gym. <laughs> oh gosh, guys. Uh, number two, do not send him any money or purchase food for him. Tell him you are not going to spend any money on him except for calls and eventually visits. So you're spending money on him then? Ah, oh, I forgot they have to pay for this. So imagine <laughs> <laughs> you did all the shit I described before and then took money out of your Wait, own you have pocket. to pay to visit them? There's a fee for that? And sometimes, sometimes you can only get there by bus as well. I might, this might be, I've read that in a book actually, I'm not sure if it's true. But you have to get like a special bus to take you to the prison and that shit costs money as well. This all seems like so much, again, risk versus reward. This all seems like so much effort for such a small reward. And somebody who's like got a 99.999% chance of being low value because high value people don't land, end up in prison. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so, uh, do not take your children to a prison visit unless you are engaged. Wait, whoa, 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 wait. This is why we can never take our foot off Pikmi's neck, because <laughs> why would you bring your children to a prison, ever? Wait, children, If is it children that you have with them? Because taking your their kids to see them, that that's maybe nice, actually, but... I'm think I mean she just said like your children if you have children. So I'm thinking like children that are not related to this person yeah. in prison. Yeah. Why would you take your child to visit them in prison even if you are engaged or even married? Just why? <sighs> think of the message that sends your daughter if you take your daughter to go visit your boyfriend in prison. What the fuck? The way that this is described it doesn't seem like it's someone that she already knew on the outside and so then they would have children together. So this is you meeting a brand new person trying to vet <laughs> this is vetting tips for prisoners and it's just the saddest thing so yes yeah, this is about her bringing her children up to meet an inmate and and again prisons are not they're not child friendly if yeah i don't know how to describe this but they're not child friendly environments prisons really aren't 
especially not men's prisons, arguably sometimes female prisons, but not Imagine really. like an article about vetting tips for like meeting men in an insane asylum or meeting men in a, you know, in rehab or like meeting men who are uh, in, on house arrest because they're pedophiles or some shit, right? Like the condition of their life is all the vetting you need. The condition of their life or their lifestyle that they live is the only vetting strategy you need. And that's when you say bye. I just can't imagine exposing your, this is so irresponsible trying to expose your children or something like this. So it's just, it's one of those things that goes from funny to just incredibly sad in such a short amount of time. Yeah. As soon as she brought in children, I got mad. And you know, there are women out there that are doing this as well. Otherwise she would not be writing this crap. Um, so the first couple of months, you need to write more letters and you plan visits. After several months of getting to know each other via letters, you schedule visits. Uh, once you are visiting, plan a surprise visit or two. Uh, you will learn a lot about his temperament by surprising him with a visit. Like, oh. <laughs> wait, wait, can you repeat that? Sorry. <laughs> wait, can you repeat that? So, so, okay. Uh, so once you are visiting, plan a surprise visit or two. Uh, you will learn a lot about his. Te- <laughs> you will learn a lot about his temperament by surprising him with a visit. He's in fucking jail. <laughs> Imagine you two. You drive down to the prison, do all the check-in stuff I mentioned earlier, and he says, "Bitch, I didn't send for you. Don't come for me unless I send for you." <laughs> How dare you drop by my home unannounced? <laughs> because you know that's what happened to some of them that's why she has she has to make all these vetting rules because this has happened to somebody somebody wasted all of their time <laughs> dropping and a prisoner rejected them and was like girl why'd you show up here <laughs> don't you know i got shit to do today? <laughs> imagine getting rejected by a prisoner imagine how fucking humiliating that would be these rules are because someone failed them right <laughs> someone experienced the failure side of them. <laughs> Oh my god. It probably happened to her, right? She sounds like she's talking from experience. <laughs> oh gosh, okay. Uh number six, do not kiss him until you've been visiting for at least six months. This may seem like a long time out here, but remember that you'll only have a very limited time together during those six months. Don't rush into kissing him because it can cloud your judgment. Your judgment <laughs> is already fucking it's so clouded, it's opaque. It's not exist it's not existence. Your judgment is fucked, sis. <laughs> Imagine like having writing a whole article about vetting men in prison and being like, make sure not to kiss don't rush into kissing him, sis, because that will cloud your judgment <laughs> okay a jury of 12 already decided this guy is exactly where he needs to fucking be and for some reason you feel like your judgment is better than theirs <laughs> oh, God. oh gosh I, I just okay uh, so after you decide you are officially dating take your best friend to visit him her opinion is important and it's good to know how he interacts with your friend plus if it goes well you'll have extra support uh- 
it's like a pick it's like a pick me cluster if my fucking friend invited me to go visit her man in prison i'm okay i'm okay i would i know i would go just to get enough recon on this fucking scrot and then i'd hang out with her and then be doing like a low-key like psyop to convince her to break up with him because that, that's what i do when when i decide that i don't like my friend's boyfriends that's what i do <laughs> if you're a real one you would narrate the entire experience you'd be like oh so now we have to give up all our jewelry okay wow i'm gonna try to use the bathroom and all the bathrooms have locks on it this is really great really great (laughs) Uh, so so as number eight uh, spend a lot of time sharing your dreams and goals and find out what his dreams are can you both achieve your goals if you continue in this relationship if yes keep going what kind of fucking goals does he have like i don't know like (laughs) not get shanked tomorrow what kind of goals do prisoners have i've no idea <laughs> well i mean they may have goals but and, and also what this this thing sort of pisses me off because she's talking like he's in there for maybe like a year people can be in prison for 25 years yeah <laughs> like 25 i remember watching of true crime and this guy got sentenced in what 1998 he was eligible for parole in 2103 yeah if you get multiple lifetime convictions yeah you're never getting out of there like oh this is just so irresponsible so irresponsible anyway if you both decide to continue this relationship get involved with support groups and courses that teach healthy relationship skills i'm sorry if you shack up with a if you willingly shack up with a felon you don't have good relationship skills full stop yeah I'm sorry, why would you do that to yourself? Why? Why? I'm actually in my head trying to think, like, what could a guy in prison offer me? And I'm really, really trying to think hard. uh, Because I can't think of anything. Like, even things like emotional, like, whatever, a lot of that shit is just manipulation and love bombing anyways, right? So, to me, the worst thing about a guy in prison is that he can't even, like buy me shit he can't even like take me on dates or do shit for me like that is the most important thing (laughs) in a man to me is someone who can do shit for me and if he can't do that then why i don't get it i honestly wonder what these women talk about with these men because not a whole lot happens to them when they're behind bars right do they just talk about tv all the time does he ask her about her day and then like savor what it's like to not be in prison that must be what it is they must be very good listeners because they probably want to hear something else rather than what's going on or where they are so maybe these guys are who am i kidding they're skirts but maybe at least like maybe they're they're literally a captive audience for women like this no one else listens to them literally they're captive audience that's that's what makes them good listeners they have nothing else better to do i'm just uh, yeah uh the last one is if you have children living with you do not live with him for at least one year after his release this will give both of you time to get to know each other on the outside. So there's no consideration for the safety of the children, safeguarding. Um, there's no caveats for depending on the crime. He's com- he may not even be allowed to live with kids he's not related to, especially if he's in there for a sex offence. This article is horseshit. I'm sorry. Absolute horseshit. So, okay, the, the, the point about not living together for a year until after he's out is a good point about avoiding homosexuals because, you know, like John Meehan from Dirty John, you know, he was fresh out of prison and he was looking for women who can let him live there right so so even though like the entire premise of dating a prisoner is is whack 
Um, at, at the very fucking least, yeah, you should make sure that he's able to stand on his own two feet and find a place for himself to live because you don't want to end up like, that's the, I think that is the reason why, why so many prisoners will look for a relationship while they're in jails because they're looking for a landing pad for when they get out. Yeah, because they won't have any money. They they can't get a job um, because of their conviction. This is why it's just such a bad idea to shack up with a felon because you are almost definitely being used. Like, they don't have anyone. If If it's bad enough that you've gone to prison, you've sort of, I don't know, you've sort of destroyed your life's chances. Your life doesn't usually recover from that. So not even just that, I know there are studies out there that show that a non-related male is the biggest threat to sexual violence against children. And I think that it goes exponentially up if they're uh, a felon. <laughs> um, so you just have to keep in mind that a lot of these cases, and you, you see this in the news all the time of like a woman's boyfriend uh, just got out of prison three weeks ago and he shakes her baby to death and stuff like that. It's just like, it's just, yeah. there's so much risk to yourself and to your kids that I just feel like this is negligent parenting. So at, at minimum. Yeah. Yeah. It's... And this is why sometimes it gets hard to feel bad for pick bees because they do shit that just honestly, they are so thirsty for dick. They are so thirsty for dick. They will literally put their children at significant risk for it. At risk. And for something like this, you literally have to go out of your way over a long, overextend yourself to build this relationship. It's not like you ran into a felon at the barn, didn't know, whatever. He's literally chilling in prison and you're going out of your way to build a relationship with him. And this is why we just have compassion and we can. But other times I think you just got to tell him, like, you're being very irresponsible. I don't know if I was her friend. I I just would never be friends with a person like this. Yeah, honestly, here's the thing. Like, none of my friends are fucking stupid enough to do something like that. And if they did, I'd probably, you know, I I don't know. If he was, like, abusive and she was being, like, um, manipulated by him, I'd probably stick with her just to be, like, the um, sort of counterweight to whatever fucking stupid isolation tactics he might be trying to pull on her. I, I, I actually enjoy being the woman to make my friend or to persuade my friend to break up with a shitty man. That's kind of my thing that I do and I enjoy it. So for that reason, I'd probably stick it out and that reason alone. But, um, I don't understand the concept of dating a prisoner. There's, they have nothing to offer you. They, they'd only take. So that's really what it comes down to is, do you want to date a taker? Like, no. So yeah. Like you said earlier, struggling to figure out what value this man is adding, like at all. Yeah, like FDS. FDS is about a specific way of dating. We tell women to only date men who add value to your life. I'm struggling to understand what value a felon could add to your life. And I know that's like mean, and I'm sure a lot of like the pr- prison. I want to point out actually, this is different if the woman is a prisoner. A lot of women go to jail because of a man. A lot of the times, like they were either. Like, a lot of women, for example, go to jail for, like, killing or for fighting back against their abusers, right? Or for um, getting involved in crimes. And in, in the United States, it's uh, a lot of it's um, drug use, prostitution, and theft, I think, is the highest rates of incarceration yeah. for women. So, I find, like, women in prison, I mean, I, 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 do men date women in prison? I don't think so. Like, I, I think I read somewhere that this is not a thing. I know there is a discussion of that on the subreddit where um, I don't know if someone who worked in a prison, it was like a, it was a user who worked in a prison or something like that, said that 
uh, the stark contrast between visitors day for male prisoners versus female prisoners kind of also woke her up because literally nobody comes to see female prisoners. Women are way more motivated and dedicated to maintaining a relationship with a man who's behind bars, whereas like men will just forget about their girl as soon as she (laughs) hits them bars. So yeah, it's definitely a one-sided type of commitment there. Yeah. So the fact, the very fact that men are less likely to date women in prison because they're no longer of use to them or whatever. That's why I don't think I'm a horrible person for saying that. That's just life. That's, that's equality, bitch. They shouldn't be. Dating should be the last thing when you're in prison. I'm sorry. Like, you should be reflecting on how you've hurt people, your crimes, and plotting your life and, you know, sorting your life out. You don't need a relationship at that stage. You actually don't. And I think a lot of women in prison, like, get that. My understanding is a lot of women in prison do often, like, get therapy for trauma or, you know, at least in Canada. I don't know about states what your the resources are like there but in Canada, a lot of women do go like oh i'm gonna learn about healthy relationships i'm gonna like improve my life and get out of prison and have a better life and stuff you, you can just tell that all these fucking scrotes in prison dating women are thinking about like you know the reason why they're dating women is to, so that they can find someone else who can you know mo- they can mooch off of basically so yeah the, the only reason why they're dating in prison is so they don't have to reflect on themselves and how to improve So the other thing that's rampant in uh, female prisoners apparently is mental illness. So um, about 64% of women entering jail and 54% in prison had one or more mental illnesses. So you're talking about chronic abuse victims and probably have a chronic mental illness who would otherwise be functionally homeless because they can't keep jobs. So that makes sense about the female prison population. Um, And I think there's probably, there's been, there's been a, a huge increase in the United States because of the drug war. And a lot of uh, a lot of places in America, a lot of women uh, getting addicted to drugs. Yeah, either addicted to drugs or they'll be dating some scrote boyfriend who gets them involved in the drug trade. Like, um, I actually worked in an office once where a woman got who was like a drug mule for her boyfriend uh, got murdered, and this was like just across the street corner from where I worked. And um, yeah, so women women who get involved in crime, a lot of them do it like for a man. That's like some extreme pick me shit, but it's still tragic when it happens. So I'm reading an AMA from a woman who was a prison wife. She got married to him in prison. And she says, we do plan on having children when he's in or when he's out. What the fuck? We don't get conjugal visits, but the correction officers are pretty dense. So we get away with having sex in there all the time. This is some sad shit. <laughs> but just the way she's like we can have kids whether he's so you want to have kids for somebody who's literally in jail like, now nah, i've seen this is end stage that seems like child why would you why would you have children with someone where the children are not going to be able to see their father every day and who is a, and who's clearly in there for a very long time as well it's so it's not like he did something minor that's what i mean like it actually seems mean to like consciously choose to have children with someone who cannot be a uh, part of their child's life. That seems irresponsible to me. It's child abuse. I think it's child abuse. You know, a lot of people might criticize us for this, but one of the reasons why FDS tells women to be super selective and have high standards with men is because not just so that you can have a nice boyfriend or whatever, but so that you can choose the best possible father for your children. I believe very strongly that children are important and are precious and deserve the best possible start in life that you can possibly provide for them and i think i actually get really angry at women who choose or who choose to have children with shitty men because it actually seems like mean 
you know, it's, it's one thing to like fuck yourself over in romance, you know, it's like self-destructive and it's sad, but if you, but kids didn't choose that. Yeah. Kids didn't choose to be born. Right. So to consciously choose to have children with a man who's not going to be able to provide for, or be a figure in your child's life is horrible. Like I actually really, really dislike women who do that on purpose. And look, she continues. So he's a career criminal for sure. He's doing 10 years for armed robbery. <sighs> he says he's turned to God now, but whatever. Oh, also, he never shot anyone. He only pulled a gun on people when he felt that he had to, in quotation marks. Look what you made me do. Fuck off. I mean, I know that's pretty, uh, <laughs> I know that's pretty sick to say, but for example, he robbed a grocery store once and the manager was blocking the entrance with the cart so he could not get out. So he pulled a gun on him, but he never shot. He just had to leave. If he hadn't, the manager wouldn't have let him out and he would have been caught. What? <laughs> That's so twisted. Oh, if only you hadn't tried to protect your grocery store. That's so, like, I'm just imagining the poor grocery store manager just, like, you know, putting his life on the line to defend his shop. Like, God. And the way she's so blase, yeah, he never shot anyone, but... Just the the entitlement, like, it was his right to rob that store, and the fact that they were blocking him from the exit, you know, he deserved to have a gun pulled on him. Just, just the way, like... Oh, but he wouldn't have shot him, but it's like, that's traumatic in itself, having a gun pulled on you, especially if you know it's loaded. Like, oh, what a dick. Sorry, she's a dick. So I'm mentally wrapping my, my head around some of these women now, and and like... And fuck her too. So they probably come from, well, it sounds like this woman definitely comes from the kind of lower income background for which, or at least, at least I think, um, for which... Uh, they have their own sense of morality. I don't know how to explain it. There's like a street code for certain types of... Of like stealing bread to feed your family is seen as more okay, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Someone, I guess they have nothing, but it's still weird. <laughs> so uh, it's still weird to actively seek out a prisoner, right? Unless it was like a guy you were dating before. Even among those women, I think it's weird to seek out a prisoner. Uh, it's Unless it was a guy you were dating before he went to jail. Then you might like hold him down on the outside or something. No, if I was dating a guy and he got arrested for a crime that he did in fact commit, I would dump him. Like if, if he goes to jail, I'd be like, bye, bitch. <laughs> like that sucks for you oh, i'd move on hella fast <laughs> has nothing to do there's nothing he has to offer me at that point why and i think even ugh, it's just you can't even vet somebody like you don't know if they're gonna be violent or if they've got anger issues because like rose said earlier everything is very controlled like and i think that once somebody has gone to jail once the reoffending rate is very very high as well um oh man i didn't even know that this was a, that women actually sought out relationships with felons so this was new to me but i'm just i mean i knew that there were like the serial killer chasers you know like the ted bundy groupies which i don't understand you know what actually bothers me what bothers me about these women is like a lot of men will see serial killer groupies and they'll be like oh that's what women are like like they make generalizations as if all women don't don't let that uh type of woman reflect on all women like i i don't like how men are so quick to dismiss women as like as all or misogynistic men specifically are quick to dismiss all women is crazy or, you know, they love being abused or they love men who treat them like shit or they love criminals because of a few crazy women who do that. I'm like, <sighs> I, a lot of times you'll see them build that whole alpha beta narrative around it. Right. That like, Oh, women are triggered and sexually attracted by 
certain types of dangerous men. And I'm like, dark triad personality types. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it doesn't seem from even your description before about women who seek out men like this, that that's even a factor. It's more or less like, first of all, they're cruelly low self-esteem, but also just having a captive audience. So being in prison seems like it'd be the ultimate beta thing, right? Like (laughs) some beta shit because just to poke holes in those kinds of red pill theories is because he's got to sit there and listen to you. He's completely dependent on someone else and dependent on the state. Yeah, there's nothing alpha about being in prison. That's like the most beta fucking shit ever. Yeah, they like the forced dependency aspect of it. They like the fort that this man is forced to be dependent on them. So that's not, it's not that they're seeking them out because he's some kind of sexy and dangerous guy, I guess. But yeah, so the moral of this bonus content is don't date felons. Quick dating tip. (laughs) Quick dating tip. Don't date guys in prison. Bye, sis. Bye. (laughs) Cool. See you next week, guys.